Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to All Things Covered with Patrick Peterson and Bryant McFadden, part of the CBS Sports podcast network man the name says it all if you're rocking with us make sure you leave a five star rating on apple Podcasts. or if you're watching us on youtube make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can get alerted of all our great content right away while you're at it go ahead and hit us with a like and a comment as well now let's get to the show first quarter let's rock and roll it's time for our school check-in man that thing be live too when they do it in real life school Ooh, they do it together. It's like they be practicing it. But let's get to the score <laughs> check-in. Recap of the most recent ball game against the Cleveland Browns. Vikings lose 14-7, to uh, fall to 1-3. and three, A very, very tough, tough loss. A close game. It was like two big-time heavyweight boxers just standing in the middle of the ring just swinging. Wow, swinging. Wow. Unfortunately, the Vikings didn't swing enough. Uh, but... It was a playoff caliber team you were going against, and they gave you guys their best effort. You guys gave them the, your best effort, but it wasn't enough. Uh, let's let's talk about some of the things that happened. Offense picked up. Uh, uh, offense, you know, had some issues. The defense had some issues as well. But overall, the defense did a pretty good job against an offense that has been really, really balanced. Offensively, throwing the football, the green, uh, the Cleveland Browns, you know, were doing a good job. Baker Mayfield running the football, two-headed monster in the backfield. Kareem Hunt, who I have on my fantasy team, and and Nick Chubb have been two dynamic playmakers in the backfield. But I can tell you this much, the Vikings defense stood up big time. But, Pat P, how did it feel, you know, in the first half of the ball game because you guys were going toe-to-toe, um, defensively made a lot of plays. You know, what was the mentality in the first half uh, against the Cleveland Browns? Uh, we knew we knew it was going to be a slugfest heading into that match, uh, heading to that game Sunday. Um, we knew we had to try to make this game one-dimensional, take the ball out of uh, Kareem Hunt in Nick Chubb's hands by really, you know, slowing them down and slowing them down in the run game. But we know it's hard to slow down. It's hard enough in this league to slow down one of them. They got two. And they got two all pro caliber running backs. It's just not like two running backs. It's two all pro caliber running backs in this league. So um, obviously, you know, I thought we did a pretty good job. I think it was, I think 11 to seven at halftime. It was, it was, you're right. It was like you said. We, we it was a it was a heavyweight bout. We knew that going in, and we just didn't want. We knew we had no room for error. You know, there's a couple of plays that we felt that felt that we left out there, especially being that third and twenty, giving them that three, uh, giving them an opportunity to get those three points before half. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, you know, we knew that was that uh, that was going going to be that type of game. Because if I'm not mistaken, I think Cleveland is top two in the league in defense. If I'm not mistaken. Well, heck, they played against Chicago, and I think that game alone put them number one in all categories. Yeah, so you know, so they might be number one overall defensively. They had 17 sacks against. Right. I'm exaggerating. So it was, uh, like we knew it was going to be a, a defensive battle, especially with us being a, a defensive 
uh, well, with, with me being a defensive player and, you know, with them one, wanting to revamp the defense from last year, you know, we wanted to go out there and put on a good show as well. So, yeah. uh, obviously it didn't come out the way we wanted to, um, but definitely a lot of things that we can build on. And the biggest question is now, can we, can we do it all together? Can, when the defense play well, can the mm. offense play well? When yep. the offense play well, can the defense play well? Can no question. Going back and forth, we have to play better complementary football. Yeah, and I watched that game, you know, and for me, the turning point in the first half was the fourth and goal play. They hit Eric Kendricks was a very, very questionable holding call that led to an extra set of downs for the Cleveland Browns. Because that fourth down, you guys were off the field. That was huge. That was a huge, huge play. But the referees decided to call holding. Like I said, I thought it was a bit questionable. I thought it was, you know, something that didn't need to be called. But, you know, it's it's a very, very uh, 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 small margin of error when you're covering guys nowadays in National Football League. But that led to another extra set of downs. They eventually scored Kareem Hunt, a one-yard touchdown. But then when you look at what happened next, they were going to attempt a, a PAT, right? The Chris Weber situation happened. Call timeout, you didn't have timeout. Move them closer to the goal line, they decided to go for two. So, you know, that gave them an opportunity to not just tie the ball game, the but to, uh, to go up one, which right. was huge, you know what I mean? And then eventually they added a field goal to that to make it 11 uh, to seven. That was two big time errors, you know what I mean? Uh, from the Vikings that led to a ha- a, a halftime uh, victory, to say the least, for the Cleveland Browns. But outside of that, man, I, I think the defense, man, I've I really been surprised, not surprised, but uh, excited about what I'm seeing. But like you said, Pat P, good teams can put it together. And you yeah. guys are still trying to figure it out. Um, when you look at Baker Mayfield, I mean, 15 to 33, 155 yards. Uh, OBJ, your former uh, or alum of LSU, you didn't play with him at LSU, but of course you guys went to LSU. Two receptions for 27 yards. Uh, you as an individual had a heck of a ball game. Pretty quiet. I mean, you only had five targets. You basically got a target per quarter. Uh, you only gave up two receptions for 20 yards. Man. I don't know where that second reception came from, but I don't want I don't want pro football focus think I'm calling them out. But yes, I know I only gave up one, but I don't know where the second <laughs> one came from. Hey, um, but 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 Pat P. Man, watching you watching right to be out there, Matt. That's all, man. I don't know if they're ever gonna get it because you know they gotta know exactly. They, they 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 live off this stuff, man. So I just want to want them to put the right stuff out there. You I don't know, know if they can and say if they if they got me, they got me. If they didn't, they didn't. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They got to know exactly the defensive calls, though. That's the thing to kind of understand who has what responsibility. And sometimes it's kind of hard to, to determine that based on what you see, even if you're watching the all 22 cut up. But the you thing know, you is, know. Mac, though, and I think I know exactly what play they're talking about when, when I think got? when Odell caught like the little bang gate. Mm-hmm. You can, can you please wait a minute? Well, put your put your coach hat on. A lot of people might not know what a bang gate is. A what bang is a bang gate? Put it in, a, in a tight, condensed set inside mm-hmm. the numbers. It kind of pressing the the bottom, the top of the numbers, thinking they're running it out, but cutting it back inside to a post. Mm-hmm. So it's very quick. It's like an eight yard, twelve yard route. Well, mm-hmm. you can clearly see. Yes, he comes to me, but I'm pushing him to the safety because I got somebody else. Um, uh, in Y'all in the cover two. Yeah, we're in the cover two. So mm-hmm. you clearly see me buzzing out to the flats. To the flats. Exactly. Yeah. And that yeah. was the only other 10-yard catch I can think of. 
because I did give up a, 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 a out route to 82 uh, Higgins. Higgins. Yep. Yeah, and I can't remember. I think it was like right before half, I think. But that's the only catch that I can remember me giving up. Man. But that's the route I think they probably thinking that, thinking that I was on him. Yeah, but you was a cover too. But hey, Pat, Pat Pete, you've been in your bag though. Like, you know, you, you number one, you're not getting a lot of targets. Number two, I mean, the games have been fairly quiet for you. I mean, that's that's a that's a good that's a good thing, you know, similar to the discussion that we uh you know had with Devin White saying like, hey, man, I, I can't get no numbers. They ain't they ain't giving me no no opportunity. Can't yeah, get no numbers. It's been been like that since 16. You know, oh. but, you know, the biggest thing for me, I just have to make sure, you know, I stay focused throughout stay ready. the course of the game. You know what I mean? Because, like, I always talk about, my coach said this all the time, like, you can you can lock a dude down and don't do, give him nothing for 10 plays straight. Oh, man, no question. And that one play. one play. <laughs> oh, oh, man, he oh. garbage. Oh, no he burnt him. Oh, man. he did this. You oh, that. And you can have three great quarters, and that yeah. fourth quarter, or one quarter, just be like, man, give a, a big one. Oh, exactly. That's the life you live on the island. Yeah, then as soon as I go out there, you know, you know, God forbid, knocking on, on wood, go out there, you know, have a, you know, I don't plan on having a, a bad performance, but, oh, he need to retire. Oh, this need to happen. Like, God yeah. damn. But check, but check this out then, Pat <laughs> They can say whatever they want to say. Anybody can make the Pro Bowl from the couch. We all know that. Heck, I made many NBA All-Star games from the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, I'm like on my 12th NBA All Star game from couch, you know, so it can happen, right? But let's, let, let, you haven't gotten a lot, you haven't seen a lot of action. Yeah. But this week, this is the week number seven, get that interception. And Pat, I'd be, be mad at you because you get an interception sometimes, you don't go, you don't get into that, that, that return of Pat P. Sometimes you won't get the interception and run out of bounds. I'm gonna need you, I'm telling you this right now, we're gonna clip this and we're gonna save it when Jared Goff. Throw you that interception this Sunday. I need you to turn into that returner, Pat P, the one that Les Miles cussed out because you did the Heisman pose in the end zone. But you know this, Matt. You know this. The picks I've gotten lately, it's been hard for me to return. I know. Especially the one, the ones in the Bills, that was that was the only one I felt that was returnable. You talking about the deep one? No, I had got one off um. Uh, Josh, it was like late in the third, third. I'm talking about this was last year. Oh, last year, not when, not, yeah. not that, not that deep, yeah. deep one. That, yeah, that, that, that one. See, all okay. like lately, my touchdowns has been coming like with me have to stand bounce. Like the one I got in. Uh, oh, Carolina. they throwing to the sideline. Yeah, the one and, I yeah. got in Carolina, I had to keep my feet in. The one I got against well, Seahawks, I had to keep my feet in. The one I dating to 19, when I, the one I got against, how I many I got, what, three last, uh, 19. Um, I see. I yeah, see what you're saying. Those, Most mostly boundary, mostly boundary picks to the yeah, sideline. Hard for me to return. You don't think I want to get in the zone, Mac? Well, I'm I'm about to predict something <laughs> for you. I'm he gonna throw you a dig or a curl, okay. and when you catch it, in your mind, be like that boy Mac did tell hold me. Hold it high, man. That's the first thing I'm gonna do. Hold it. No, high. no, 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 no. Go, get your momentum going first. No. Nah. Give me. No, no, no. Don't hold it high because you got to get in the zone. I now need to think, get in that zone. So when I when as soon as I hold it high. Mm-hmm. You know how you go on uh, on Supersonic and you get all like up to like a hundred coins and you just go automatic ultra. Yeah, yeah. That ultra uh, Supersonic. That's exactly what's gonna happen. That's what we're gonna I- do. Boop. 
I'm, I'm telling you this right now. That's what's going to happen. The old Jared Goff, number 16, who know you very, very well now. He know you. Yeah. He going to throw you that curl of that dig route. That dig route, whatever one you get, throw it high and then hit, hit that, uh, that, that, would you say that sonic mode is again? I don't know what the freak guy sound like, but hit that mode and let's go get to the end zone and, and get to the end zone. And all you guys say, Max said that that boy knows something. Cause I'm gonna tell you this much. I'm I've been real. I've been I got must have got a rabbit foot somewhere around me. Cause I've been hitting parlays every week. I've been thinking of things and it happened. That Powerball six forty. That's what I need to go ahead and try that my hand. Why not? I'm gonna wait. Cause if you get this Why, pick, hey, cause when you go hit that, what you say six forty? It's six forty. Yeah, man, you go buy us our own studio. Our own man, six for, I mean, Uncle Sam won't get half of that. I ain't even tripping. He can go get his That's 300 million. Fine. I ain't I mean, even tripping. It's going to cost no more than 150. Yeah, he We're can go. get all the best cameras, though, so that's going to be about Yeah, we're going to be good. We're going to be good. He can get his 300 from me, and I'm okay in getting it. Cash. Hey, so when you, if you do win, you're going to ask them to pay you out quarterly, or you want all your money, right? Huh? I want to ask him. I don't want no quarterly. I want to live for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> what are what we doing? That don't even make sense. What? Give me annually? No. Give me all me right now. <laughs> I didn't pay for that lottery ticket quarterly. I paid for all of it right then at the right ticket table. Now. What for? <laughs> no question. We good. We gonna get the whole production. Yeah. You get to Eric, let's lock and load. That's that's what gonna happen because my part. I've been on fire. So you gonna get that pick on a curl or a dig route. You gonna put it in the air and they gonna hit it in that. Mode. And we're gonna go party. We're gonna go. go party. Hey, speaking of secondary play, Cam Dansler got his opportunity. He played pretty good, Pat P. He played pretty good. What was your thoughts about his performance? Man, I told that knucklehead after the you game. Told him to be ready. Yeah. Yeah, just told him just stay ready, dog. You never know, man. Just stay ready, man. And and I will say this: this week was his best preparation I've seen since I've been here, far mm-hmm. as coming to practice, far as taking notes, far as, um, you know, taking care of his body, just doing all the little things. And, you know, and it showed off. It showed off. He was making plays in practice, and he made plays in the game. And like I told him after the game, I said, dog, I ain't got no, I ain't no, you know, no mind reader, not no mind reader, no, you know, future teller or anything like that, but we just talked about this last week about you know mm-hmm. we, we did stay ready, bro. Stay ready. You know what I mean? Now this possibly could have been your opportunity. And I well, like I texted today, I felt like he played a damn good game to where I feel like he, he did that test. So now you're making it hard on the coaches. You know what well, I mean? So well now we that- see where 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 it takes them. Yeah, dang it, Pat. I mean, you said all good things about Cam and the expectations are clearly there for him and people are excited to see him play. But you won't see him play this week. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. He, he's placed on the reserve COVID-19 list per The Wire. Ian Rappaport is is uh, is uh, <laughs> is talking about he tested positive. You got your little mama right there? Yeah, she had a little wig on. She's showing daddy her wig. Well, let me get... Hey, Kennedy Cash, come here. Check this out. Come here, Peyton. Peyton. Come here. Since you got yours, I got mine with me, too. See your cousins? I don't think you met your cousins before. She got... Say hello to Miss Peyton. Hey. (laughs) Come here. You got to come right here. Hello. What's up? Hello. 
Aí deu uma quentinha. Where's Cash at? I got another one. So Cash had a flag football game this Saturday. Oh, okay. I had three PBUs, Pat P, playing right oh, yeah? over that. No yeah, they're playing at quarters. Say, what's happening? What up, champ? Hold on. What, what is this right here? Cover two. What is this right here? Cover three. What is this right here? Zero. You hear we do, we do we do we do uh hand signals. <laughs> I'm the I'm the DC Pat P. We don't do no we do hand signals. I'm on the sideline oh, calling our plays. Yes, yes, sir. We yes, got sir. No hand signal, huh? P? What hand signal <laughs> is right here? Oh, that man, mean I'm hungry. Get out of here. That mean I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, but but Pat, Cam Dansler tested positive. Okay. Yes, ma'am. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, Cam. yeah, uh, yeah. I know the news that he uh, obviously tested positive for man, yeah COVID, but God, dog it, damn man. I he played good football, man. But that's why he got. But yeah, the, the, the good news is though he got a possibility a possibility of coming back because he is back. this game against Detroit. If I'm not mistaken, I think he got a test negative. He got to get three negatives because he's or two because he, he is a vaccinated player. Gotcha. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Got you. Could be I, wrong, but I do think he have a possibility of still playing. Yeah. So, you know, looking at the record, you guys are one and three, and the teams you lost to a combined record is ten and two. Can this team still make the playoffs, Pat P? I do. I, I firmly do believe that we still can make the playoffs. You know, mm-hmm. obviously the season is still very early. It's the first quarter of the season. Now we're about to get in the second half, uh, the second quarter of the season where the meat of the schedule where real, not necessarily to say real football wasn't played early, mm-hmm. but real football is about to be played now where teams are are, are about to start separating themselves. Yeah, question. Hopefully we can be one of those teams that separate ourselves on the, uh, on the upward. You know what I mean? We have a lot of tools in place to be successful. We just have to find a way to play complementary football because we know all our offense can go out there and put up 30, you know, 25, 28 points, but it's going to be days like that, what just happened mm-hmm. last week. So as a defense, you know, we have to find a way to create turnovers, find a way to shorten the field, things like that. So now I think that, you know, the first quarter of the season is over. Now we have an opportunity because we, we didn't have many games to play with each other throughout the preseason. So now we have an opportunity to evaluate ourselves, understanding what we have to do as a team moving forward that could possibly put us in a good position in the future. And I can tell you this much, this week is a very, very important week. Every week is an important week, but now you're getting to the NFC North schedule. You got Detroit, who've yet to win a ball game. They just lost to the Chicago Bears on the road 24 to 14. They're on four. If you're trying to make the playoffs, the playoff run starts Sunday Mm -hmm. against Jerry Goff, against uh, Quintez Cephas, Khalif Raymond, I mean, Amon Ron St. Brown. Those are the top three wide receivers. Uh, you got DeAndre Swift in the backfield. Uh, you know, Dan Campbell is leading this group. Of course, you know, his personality is, is a physical-minded type guy. Uh, he's trying to, to implement, the, implement that into his team. But you guys got to take care of business. But one thing I can say defensively, y'all get Anthony Barr back. Yeah. That's a huge plus. You know what I mean? He, he makes his uh, – he's supposed to make uh, uh, his first appearance this season. What kind of difference could he make? I think with AB coming back can make a, a big difference for, for, uh, for us. Not to say, you know, Blake or Nick haven't been playing uh, unbelievably 
uh, good footballs for uh, football for us over the last um, couple of games. But at the, you know, at, you know, Anthony is a uh, is, is a guy that uh, he's a different type of player. You know, he he brings a different presence to the game, and with his knowledge of being in this defense for however long he's been with Coach, I think Coach, I think him and Zim came in the same year actually, so eight years. Um, uh, I think Zim drafted him, if I'm not mistaken. So eight years with in, in this system, he understands the ins and outs. Um, you know, he 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 understands what to expect at times versus a guy that's just getting plugged in or um, uh, playing a role that you expect. You know, one of your top tier guys to be at. You know, for the uh, to to be um, um, you know eligible to play for you um, for uh, in games. So. Yeah. Uh, to get AB back is going to be big for us. Um, like I said, although our linebackers has, has been playing great in my opinion, but getting a guy like AB back definitely enhances the defense for sure. Okay, no doubt, no doubt. So the Vikings have won the last seven meetings against the Detroit Lions. Let's make it eight. Let's make it eight. So my score prediction will be 23-16. I just talked about the the, the, the interception. <clears throat> and listen to this. When it actually happens, don't be surprised because I've been known to be janky when it comes to predicting certain things and it happens. So just don't be surprised when it happens. Don't be surprised. Yeah, you know, just, you know, he hold it up and curl a dig route. Jared Goff going to throw one and get your first interception. They're going to come in bunches. You know what I mean? Just keep prepared for when they come. Yes, sir. 23-16 Minnesota Vikings get their second one this season against the Detroit Lions. Let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. Now it's time for Around the League. Let's talk about exactly what happened this past weekend in the NFL. Uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks beat Bill, beat Bill Belichick and the New England Pages 19-17 in his return to New England. And get this, we got Devin White in the show later talking about the, New Eng uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the championship run, talking about the week leading up to the Patriots matchup and some inside information to say lisa regarding his teammate tom brady so you definitely want to stick around and hear that outstanding interview but it was a lot of hype leading into that ball game man pat p uh yeah. what did you think of that hype was it too much hype not enough was it just the right just the right amount of hype uh for this matchup between the patriots and the buccaneers solely all about tom brady and bill belichick um i mean this at the end of the day this was a big deal you know yeah, no it was. one Never thought that day would ever come. You know, seeing Tom Brady, Brady in a in a different uniform competing against a Bill Belichick team. You know, so this was definitely a, a big deal, and um, I, th I thought it was just just the right amount. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I, and 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 to be completely be honest with you, you know, with me obviously getting ready for a seat, getting ready for a game. I really don't pay attention to TV. This would be a great Pat knows segment, by the way. Uh -huh. Has Pat heard? Has Pat heard? <laughs> yeah, has Pat heard? Uh, uh, so I, I, I really don't have the TVs on. I really don't watch football. I'm literally focusing on my opponent that you know that I'm about to face for the upcoming upcoming weekend. Last night, I ended up having to um, be with my kids for the most for the most part. We ended up watching some movies because we had that mm -hmm. game. But I thought from the from the pieces I did see, I thought it was just the right amount of, um, I guess, publicity or yeah. you know, attraction leading up into that game. I agree with you. I mean, the the history those two individuals have together, you can't overlook. 
You know what I mean? So I definitely agree with you. And other news, uh, Richard Sherman signs with the Bucks last week. I think he signed either Tuesday or Wednesday of last week. He started uh, this past Sunday. Man, talk about how difficult that could be. Because, you know, a lot of people were, you know, very, very critical of his performance saying, you know, he looked washed up. You know, they were targeting him. They were going at him. But people don't understand. Number one, it's hard to play the cornerback position. And this man was at home. This, they said he hadn't played a ball game in over 200 days, 285 or something like that. Something yeah, crazy. He just got signed on Wednesday or Tuesday and started on Sunday in the National Football League. That's difficult. But talk about, you know, how, uh, you know, I guess surprising it was to see him. And I thought he did a pretty good job for a man who was just sitting on the couch, you know, just watching and just waiting. Mm. Um, well, like I said, I didn't have opportunity to watch that ball game as much as I intended to. Yeah. Last night was school night. Had to get homework. Uh, had to get we get the spelling test out of the way. Get ready for uh, just had to get ready for the week with the uh, with the girls. So it was I didn't watch that game, but a couple of plays I did see. Um, I thought he looked good. You know, what I mean, I thought it was remarkable what he was able to do. Not able to play in a game in 200 days and, and, and to be called upon to be a starter in this league, you know, mm-hmm. obviously his resume speaks for himself, what he was able to do um, in his past. And I was obviously his knowledge that he has for the game speaks for itself as well. Um, but I wasn't surprised, you know, you know, for him to, to, to just come right in and, and fit in. It was just, now it was just all about him getting the timing back down, getting the understanding of the defense um, because this obviously is going to be a, a little bit different, a little bit diff, different defense that he ran in uh, in, uh, in Seattle and in uh, uh, San Fran. Um, but we all know Coach Bowles is one of the best guys I've been around, and one of the best guys in the league that knows his personnel and will put his personnel in the best position to be successful. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. It's difficult regardless if you're in shape football because the only way you can be in football shape is by playing football and I know I know he's been training but it's not the same it's not the same you know what I mean so hats off to Richard Sherman man for number one getting an opportunity and starting instantly when he got that opportunity and other news the Baltimore Ravens traveled out to Denver uh they took care of their business 23 to 7 uh but some I guess coach on coach crime uh, Vic Vangio felt some type of way with Harbaugh decision to decide to decide to run on the final play to keep their rushing streak alive. So what happened was it was three seconds to go in the ball game, right, Pat P? Yep. The score is 23-7. The Ravens have Lamar Jackson still in the lineup. Now, mind you, they have this unbelievable stat <clears throat> where they have a streak of 43 straight games with at least 100 yards rushing. They needed three to get 100 to keep that streak alive. And John Harbaugh decided to call a running play with Lamar Jackson to be able to get the extra yards they needed to keep the streak alive. And they did. Vic Vangio said, you know, he thought it was BS. 37 years of pro football. And I never seen anything like that. That was his statement regarding the play. Harbaugh comes back and says, uh, you know, he justified his decision by saying it's one of those things that's meaningful, meaning keeping the streak alive. If this happened to you involved in a ball game, would you feel some type of way? How much time was left on the on the clock again? Three three seconds. <laughs> so you know, most of the time, a team with the lead would take a knee, right? Take a <laughs> knee, get on up out of here. They right. ran a play to get the three yards they needed to keep the streak alive. <laughs> How would you feel? It's funny. 
And I, I mean, I don't know. It goes both ways because, I mean, some of those records, you know, are sentimental to, to, to some coaches and organizations and, you know, players, I guess, you know, legacy. Um, but at the end of the day, it was still time on the clock. It was still time on the clock, man. You hey, gotta play every so, day. Bro. So John Harbaugh hits Vangio with this. He said, "Hey, well, y'all was throwing throwing passes with nine seconds left, or something like that." He said, "Last time I checked, I I didn't know they they don't have a sixteen point touchdown. Yeah, so why y'all throwing the ball? Yeah, right. There's still time on the clock, man. Defend every second on the clock, man. That's that's all yeah. I can say. All I'm saying is I was, this: I was a part of that. I never forget, man. 2012, we playing the the, the freaking uh." Uh, Seattle Seahawks. Man, that's when they beat us bad too, Matt. 59 up. Mm-hmm. Man, they freaked around and and substitute Matt Flynn in the game at the timeout, Matt. I think they was already up 40, maybe 59 nothing or maybe uh, 52 at the time, something like that. He, 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 threw, he threw the ball? Play action. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that play actually got me. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm thinking all all run. Y'all up that much? Y'all not throwing the ball. The bus is heated up right now, man. No question. We got. Let's get him out of here, man. Hey, man. Play action, Matt Flynn. Off the bench. Didn't oh, even. Man. Really... My wide, my, but Pat, my wide receiver have been wide open, boy. He'd have been all the way wide open. <laughs> he ain't lying to you. I'm gonna hit the coach. Coach, you know they ain't supposed to be throwing the ball. Why they throwing the ball? <laughs> no, they not supposed to be throwing the ball. All my wide receivers have been open. Hands down. I'm shoot. Play action. You know, I'm biting on the run anyway. I'm just, I don't want to get a little ding before the that's when you're getting beat bad, the last thing you want to do is get hurt. So I, I really ain't looking for no contact. I ain't looking for no problems. I just want to get up out of here. And if y'all run the play action, my wide receiver open. Because y'all not supposed to be throwing them. Hands down. You know I'm not lying, Ethan. For the people that's watching us that play in the secondary, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. So well, let's see if this uh, coach-on-coach beef continues throughout the year. Uh, other news outside of that, Super Bowl 56 halftime show has been announced. Now, has Pat heard? I, I know you heard about this. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Oh, no, actually, man, you talked about this on the phone. Oh, we did talk about it, yeah. Eminem, <laughs> Dr. Dre, Snoop yeah. Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige. Yep. That's big-time lineup. Yeah, man. That's he got it right. And, I'm, and, 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 and what do I like about the lineup? Tell me. Is that they got some, and nothing against the past, you know, hip hop perform. I mean, uh, halftime performers. I think they have a great mix of music mm-hmm. in this hip hop. Uh, and I don't know why I want to keep saying hip hop performance in this halftime show. I think this probably, in my opinion, this this have the potential to be one of the best, biggest halftime show ever. Yep, I, I'm ever. right there with you. And one thing we can say, you know, all things covered, we be there. Yeah. What, what I, oh, yeah, we got merch merchandise coming out soon. So about in a week okay. or so, y'all get prepared and support us out there, man. Please support us. Merchandise, all things covered. Gear, the brim, the hats, the the, the, the Yeti cups, some pants, some polos, T-shirts, man. Make sure y'all support yeah. us. Last thing before we get to our awards, I got some breaking news I'm going to drop for you guys right now, right here. <sighs> Pittsburgh hasn't really been doing well, Pat P. My yep. guy Big Ben hasn't been looking well. Offensive line ain't doing him no favors. It is breaking news. Where you hear this from? I'm about to give you some breaking news in a minute. 
I got to lead up, though. You gotta, I like to lead up to suspense until I say what I need to say. Man, get it out, man. Big Ben, probably, this probably going to be his last year. So the quarterback. I thought, for, always, I thought that was kind of like Arnold right on the wall, though. I mean, you know, it ain't nothing that was made official. But, man, his offensive line, man, they, they they pushing him out of the league the way how they not trying to block for him. But the quarterback for the Pittsburgh. The quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2022 will be Aaron Rodgers. That sounds more like a bold prediction to me. That ain't breaking news. That ain't happening. Listen, so Pat Pitts going to the Denver Broncos. Watch. Huh? No, not happening. So check me out, Pat P. Okay. The reason why I say that here, follow me. I'm walking into a, a nice, nice area. Follow me. The reason why I say that, I watched the game this past Sunday. If if a man had a football crush in the game of football, Mike Tomlin's football crush would be Aaron Rodgers. The way he looked at him on that penalty, it was like, man, that's my football crush. And they're going to need a quarterback next year. And Aaron Rodgers hit Mike T with a little smirk like, hmm, yeah, what's up? It was almost like they, had a, they, they gave each other a sign without giving each other a sign. And I saw it. I peeped it. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I said, dang, that's a, like, you know, it's almost like you're looking at your favorite steak. You know, you're mm-hmm. looking at, you know, you know, something that kind of like, wow, I like that. That was Aaron Rodgers is Mike Tomlin's football crush. And Aaron Rodgers okay. is probably going to be free. They're going to, they regardless of what happens this year, he's out of there. Aaron's going West Coast, man. Pittsburgh, listen to him. Pittsburgh going to need a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers understands the tradition. He understands the playoff implications. He understands what that organization means to the National Football League. Yep. And being able to go to Pittsburgh and play at the quarterback position and bring that city another championship is going to do wonders for his career. I'm saying it right here. And if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you should go ahead and start doing it right now because they're not helping Big Ben. Want They're not helping him at all. At all. Man, listen, that's my guy, but they're not doing him any favors. And Big Ben, might he's probably going to retire. I hope he don't retire during the season because the way he's getting beat up. But yeah. Aaron Rodgers, sure. Pittsburgh, follow me. Follow me. No. Now it's time for our awards. All things covered awards. We're dishing out two awards weekly for those that live up to our show name and have all things covered defensively. Man, what is young stud here? Boy, he's been covering everything. All things are covered when they throw it his way. Trayvon Diggs had two interceptions on Sunday. Now he has five this season with one defensive touchdown, four straight games with interception. Impressions of Diggs. Now, get this. When they drafted Trayvon Diggs over a year ago, I said something, and I have it on my Instagram. Eric, need to go ahead and get this out. I said, listen, Trayvon Diggs is going to be a baller. I said, he, he might not have an island just yet, but he got a peninsula. And that pen- okay. peninsula is going to be well covered. But right now, screw the peninsula. He got him an island. Yeah. He got him a big-time island. But yeah, man, Pat P, I don't know if you got a chance to really see any of the uh, Diggs game out there, but he got it. His ball skill. But remember, he used to play wide receiver also. A lot of people forgetting yeah. that. He used to play wide receiver, so his ball skills are d- top-notch. And he's been yeah, balling. Brother is a receiver. Yeah, Stephon <laughs> Diggs. Them boys been known to catch football. So that's what they do. Yeah. And, and uh, I, The only game I had an opportunity, and I will have an opportunity to watch him up close when we play Dallas, I believe it's Sunday night or Monday night game. Halloween, I believe, if I'm not uh-huh. mistaken. But um, – I had an opportunity to watch him play in that game Thursday night in the uh, the, the season opener against uh, the Buccaneers. And he had a pretty good game uh, that night as well. Um, you know, and I had an opportunity, obviously, with him going to Alabama 
you know, being on CBS almost every week, had an opportunity to watch him play. Yep. Um, and on the collegiate level, and you can just tell he he always had the potential. And to see you know, all the hard work that he's put in throughout the off season, uh, you know, coming into fruition throughout this season, you know, now it's all about consistency. Now you found your routine. Now you found what worked for you. Now it's all about you sticking to it and just continue continue to grow from that success. Man, he's been balling, man. So shout out to Trayvon Diggs. Uh, offensively, you got to give some some love to uh, Buffalo. Man, they just oh, they beat up the, the Texans bad, forty Buffalo, to zero. Man, Buffalo did the last two. Man, they've been out. Man, they've been crazy the last two weeks, huh? The last three games, they outscored their opponents one hundred and eight. Dang, dang it, one hundred and eighteen to twenty one. Then they have two. It's their second shutout back to back, ain't it? You're right. They did shut out the. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, the fighting fish. The the Bills have scored thirty five plus points in three straight games. Man, so they beat the Texans 40 to zero. And get this, Josh Allen had, you know, a decent day. It wasn't crazy good. It was 248 throwing, two touchdowns, one interception, nine incompletions, 20 or 29. The defense had four interceptions, three sacks. Is that the scariest offense in the foot in the NFL right now? Man, scariest. looking at it on paper. I mean, you always thought it was Kansas City, you know, back in the day, but you know, they kind of struggling so far thus far early part in the in the year. You know, grant granted that, you know. You know, I don't, you know, I expect those guys to get it going here uh, pretty soon with Pat Holmes and all the weapons that he has surrounding him. But as of right now on paper and seeing what those guys are able to do over the last two, three weeks. Yeah. Hot. Well, guess what, Pat P? Sunday night, Kansas City, Buffalo. Let's see if this offense stayed, stayed of course. But those are our two awards. Shout out to Trayvon Diggs getting our defensive award defensive award this week. And shout out to the Buffalo Bills offensively getting the offensive award. All things covered award. Check us out next week. See what we have. Now it's time for our shout outs. We want to remind everyone that you can find us on Instagram at All Things Covered Pod. Each week we give clues for our next guest. And the first person to guess correctly gets a follow and a shout out on the pod. Shout out to official underscore Wanda for correctly guessing Willie Sneed the fourth again. Follow us at All Things Covered Pod for the very, very best content from the show. This is it for this episode. Thanks to everyone for listening and watching, where we'll be back again Thursday, where you can expect all things to be covered. Peace. Peace. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.